Our guest today on uh, BPM Pod is the wonderful D Shaheen, or as we might say, Chili. We're going to call you Chili as well. But uh, there we go. Who is a Berlin based singer, songwriter, multi instrumentalist, and someone who absolutely wowed us when we found one of her tracks uh, not too long ago called Shine. And we were blown away. Like, okay, oh this really came out of nowhere. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and what you've been up to and your beginnings in your musical journey as well. So uh, please welcome to the podcast. Uh, nice to have you along. Chili, thanks for coming. Thank you so much for having me. This is so cool. Seriously. Like, it's a first for me as well. I'm really excited. Well, good. I'm glad you're excited. And uh, keep that excitement going because it will soon temper off when you realize what you've got yourself into. <laughs> um, no. We are um, boring. <laughs> I mean, we are pretty boring. Yeah, um, yeah, me too, me too. I'm totally <laughs> boring. People don't realize what I am. I'm so boring. <laughs> so give us a little bit of your background because uh, you were originally from Istanbul, right? Um, yes. And then came to Germany as well. So just set the scene for us a little bit. What's the background to Chile? So my family and me, we came to Germany in 1990, uh, November, I think. And um, we first came, like, separated before my parents came, and then me and my brother. And we came by bus, and uh, actually underneath the bus, hiding through getting the the borders and um we arrived in germany went through a few camps and here and there and ended up in stuttgart which is south germany and i immediately got in school and started my life here basically and uh that has been like around 30 years now it's been a while wow. been a while yeah yeah, I grew up here. Uh, my friends are here. Uh, a lot of my family is here. My mom and my brother still live in Stuttgart, uh, whereas I kind of needed to go into the crazy world by myself and challenge myself and ended up in Berlin. Also lived in Spain for three years, but moved back. And I don't think I will leave Berlin so quickly anymore. I like it here, honestly. That has been the case since 2006. That I, that I have been living in Berlin and an active musician in what I'm doing right now is uh, for 10 years now, more or less. Actually, I started pretty late when it comes to that. But music itself, um, the first steps I did is my father enrolled me in a SAS course, uh, which is a Turkish instrument. Uh, Baulama, it's also called. It's a guitar kind of instrument and uh, that was my beginnings in music basically Turkish music and everything that uh, involves that and in western music like I'm still rediscovering Beatles <laughs> and a lot of things that a lot of people know a lot of shit about I'm sorry for cursing uh, but for me it's pretty new and old at the same time it's like um, growing up with Turkish and oriental music all the time and all of a sudden like switching and being interested in other things as well. So my uh, future goal would be to blend those two cultural identities that I have inside of me and find a, find a sound that kind of speaks for me as well. Shine Like there is no light around you Walk as if you 
saw your home a few steps ahead. You better give yourself what you When you say you were pretty late into the musician kind of game, I guess, well, what do you mean by that? You were pretty late taking up an instrument, or you mean sort of as declaring yourself a full-time musician? Yeah, I was pretty late, like even deciding to be on stage as a singer songwriter. That happened also like ten years ago, hmm. and uh, a few years later, I picked up the guitar, which I'm still struggling with. Like I'm not a natural, but.、Um, I feel like it's it's very late, and、um, usually kids pick up their instruments like let me say at ten or twelve. Like I was twenty eight or something. Wow. Okay. So pretty pretty late, and I think it's a.、Uh, It's very important to me too. Like I'm a very stubborn person. If somebody says I can't do it, I will do it. <laughs> so.、Mm. That was like speaking against picking up picking it up at such a late age, but、mm. I did it anyway, and I'm still not the best guitarist. I suck at times, or very often even, but it's enough to empower me to pursue my music and、uh, create and release. It's that pretty late, Chris. Chris teaches guitar, so、oh. he has like people of all different ages. Is that pretty late? I've what's fairly uncommon. At least to me,、uh, but the oldest student I ever had started with sixty-seven. So right, age is just a number, <laughs> which is why I, I feel guess, worse every day. Well, I guess that's kind of true, right? I mean, a lot of it is about discipline and will willingness to learn, right? Whether、yeah. you're ten or sixty. Yeah, and I think mo- most of the time it comes down to that you don't have enough time for practicing because you have a job and you have maybe a family and. Dude, when when I was fourteen and started to play the guitar, first thing when I came home from school was throw my back into the corner and grab the guitar. Can't do that when you're working ten hours a day, right? Yeah. So I don't、sure. think the age is that relevant. Relevant. I had、uh, adult students who were much faster learners than kids because、mm. they decided for themselves, I want to do this, and I'm paying with my own money for it. Whereas a kid is just like, oh, just fucking guitar teacher comes over to, to again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 True. True. But when did the songwriting start then? Was that when you picked up the guitar? Or was that much earlier in、oh, your in your life? No, the songwriting started also actually pretty late.、Mm. Um, I remember.、Um, I had this jaw surgery, like where they. Where I had like、uh, braces and they broke my jaws and repositioned it. So after this specific point, that's also like ten, twelve years ago. 
um, I had a total different approach on the voice and the resonances and the economics within my mouth. And that kind of like changed even the tone of my voice so I could actually work on it. Before that, that wasn't even a, an option because my teeth wouldn't like sit together or function normally. So after this, that, that was a crucial point where I was thinking about, oh, I could actually do this. Like I could actually go on stage and sing and open my mouth and like... It's also a psychological issue that I had. Now, after that, I approached uh, the vocals. Um, how can I describe this? I studied sound at the SIA at that part at the time, and I was supposed to um, submit a diploma, which the topic was um, how the technician is supposed to approach the singer. That was the topic that I chose. And within that topic, I made a lot of research, like reading about the voice, had some few um, lessons by opera singers and different kind of singers. And that kind of like made the entire picture whole for me. That started my journey as a singer. Of course, I sang like since I'm two, but that kind of was a point where I started taking it seriously. After that, I got more interested and bought myself a shitty keyboard and practiced it and then rented a key a, a real piano and practiced more and started my first songs on piano actually like playing guitar came way later than that hmm. and that was a star where like you have to write a bunch of shitty songs at first and then it gets better over time like at this t at this point i am actually okay with the songs that i write band like a like a fixed or a fixed band members or are you switching positions out for for different versions or gigs well um i have fixed members but i often enough cannot afford to like play with them even if they would do it for free like they're my friends but um i do want to like pay musicians and uh, i do not like go out on anybody's nerves and asking them a billion times if they can play for free because it's a lot of work 
So often enough, most of the time, like 99%, I do not play with them or rehearse with them. But if there's a gig that pays enough so I can afford it, then I put them together in a room and we rehearse again and then we play. So that's the deal. But most of the time, it's me and my partner in crime musician friend, Alisa Grace, um, who I'm really, really happy that I have met. Especially during Corona, we had this deal. We meet twice a week and one day we work on her songs. One day we work on my songs. And over the time, we kind of became partners. Now we're like expanding and finding other musicians. And now we have like a trio of singers who like sing and blend together, build harmonies. This is amazing. Really lucky with the people that I meet, honestly. Very grateful. Yeah, Alisa Grace, you should check her out. She has amazing music, seriously. What about the band who recorded your single then? Let's jump ahead to that. And then after we've talked about this, I want to actually dig a little bit more into the messages behind your songs. But I think we might start on that with Shine Anyway. So you released that in February 2021, right? Yes. Um, and we came across it actually from a previous guest on here called, uh, it was part of the artist called Relative. We mm-hmm. uh, were here. I love and- that. They, they were great and there was an, an old old episode um when i first started out and uh they were just so accommodating lovely and they recommended that we check you out and uh so that's how we came across shine and um we really loved it primarily also because of the songwriting and the way it's sort of instrumented and stuff but um, arranged even but one thing that really jumped out to us was uh the drums in it of all things and because they were so perfect we were like they yeah. can't be real. Like they can't be. So <laughs> tell us a little bit. Well, tell us a little bit about the recording process of that and the band you had for that, and sort of what the background to that song is. So, well, the first chords. Um, I remember coming up in my flat back in Valencia. That must have been like around four years ago, and that inspired my flatmate and producer Alex uh, to write a chorus to that. So we had like a skeleton. And Alex is an amazing producer, arranger. So he kind of played the drums as an electronic kit. Um, Also put Dan Butnik into the equation. He's an amazing pianist living in Valencia, but originally from the Ukraine. He's on the keys. And kind of the when I moved back to Berlin, uh, I kind of had this skeleton with the vocals with the programmed drums not programmed but like um e-drums and the programmed strings and uh, i got in touch with Guidon carmel who is an active drummer here in uh, berlin and plays uh, at the famous Goldwatch studios maybe you heard of that studio so he had this deal where you can like come over and he records the song for you with like special setting and uh, technicians and all 
and I gave them the demo and he kind of nailed it. Like, what can I say? He's an amazing drummer. Gidon is wow. Like it blew my mind. He gave me like five tracks and they just unmixed sounded so amazing. Like my mind was blown and bass was already played by Alex. Um, I added the guitars and my friend Alisa uh, made a string uh, arrangement, which she recorded and sent to me. So now I send it a mixed, uh, I send it to the mixer and uh, Adam, who is also a colleague uh, at Bader House where I work, and who who mastered it? Roy mastered it, Roy Beery, and it was a perfect process, like from the first ideas in Valencia to re-record certain instruments and put them together and send it to the next step. So I'm really, really happy with how it came out. And um, there was a different mix for it before. It was good, but I'm like, it's not there yet. So I found Adam later be able, be able to mix it the way I imagined. I'm really, really thankful. He's amazing as well. Like, wow, I should make a list of all these amazing people that I work with. <laughs> so you can look them up and like interview them all. They have, um, wow, I can't like, I'm super, super excited. <laughs> but the drummer is real. Yes, that's that's the first thing we set. jumped. We were like, there is no way he is so consistently hitting those <laughs> ghost notes. And if he is, and, and Chris picked it up originally, and mm-hmm. I remember Chris, you were like, if he is, like, he's great. But we had our doubts because we were like, no, he can't be that perfect. Let's <laughs> perfect. He's perfect. He's been on more than hundred different. Uh... This is the cat, by the way. That's the most sense anyone said so far. Well done. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, Gidon is, uh, is, he's a machine. He's a monster. Like, wow. He's, his job is basically just to play so many songs on so many different records. Like, um, I warmly recommend to go on his Instagram and check out in which projects he has been involved. Like, working like an insane person. He's amazing. Hmm. Amazing. And um, I started actually songwriting sessions with him. Uh, quick writing sessions where we meet in the studio and like write a song really quickly and make a demo recording and uh, next one next time so amazing drummer what are the sort of main messages and stories and and sort of meanings behind your music because i guess with a background like yours which is let's say challenging to say the least that's got to come through Yes, yes. Um, I'm an intuitive writer, so I don't sit really down and choose a topic and find familiar words or similar words and try to tell a specific story. It just comes to me. Um, like, I do like, um, how we call it, improvisation a lot. That's one of my strongest parts as a musician singer that I can just have a beat and like come up with something intuitively without thinking about it. And most of the time I don't even get what the lyrics is about later, like seven, eight years later, it kind of fits into the situation. I'm like, ah, okay. So it's very interpretable. And um, most of the time I try to be deep in a way regarding emotionalities or emotions in general. But I don't really think about lyrics that much. They just come. It's really something 
that I do not control that much, but I have been doing it so many times that I can control to activate it so it happens. So give me a good beat that moves me and it's going to happen. And this is a process. And um, personally, um, I feel like I'm living an artist's life as well because of a lot of introspection that I try to put myself through. And um, how can I say that? But for me personally, despite going through a lot, uh, and I don't speak for others, I just speak for myself. Um, And I don't think that you have to suffer to learn a lesson. But personally, for me, it has been a blessing to be subjected to my life so I can have a rich experience. And it doesn't depend on what others say. It depends on my inner workings. And this is what I'm hunting basically and because I'm hunting that in my personal life there is always something spontaneously blurting out when I'm writing a song so it's kind of like hand in hand and uh, regarding the music though I have more intellectual processes within it like um, think a lot of about rhythms and arrangements what can I put in there why but lyrics usually happen very spontaneously without me anticipating it. And have you ever started a song with lyrics? Do you do you like keep a notebook where sometimes idea just gets ideas get collected and then you write a beat after? No. Never. <laughs> that doesn't have I don't have a notebook. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a billion ones, but I don't really use them because I don't know. I personally like to be in the mindset. If it's true or not, I don't care. But it's I try to be in the mindset that I can think. I can write a song anytime. I don't need to hold on to that idea. It's yeah. different with melodies, not lyrics. Like melodies, I'm like more greedy and try to record as soon as I have an idea. But lyrics, really not that much because words always come in a way. It's hard to explain, honestly. <laughs> No, that's interesting because I think there are musicians out there who are just who base their songs around lyrics. For me, that's super pretty fucking hard. I yes. always start with melodies, and you seem to. How about you, Ash? I, I uh, hard to say. I find melodies oddly the hardest thing to write. Um, I can never write a memorable melody ever. Um, and I find them really difficult. So I don't normally start with them. What I normally start with is um, normally something rhythmic, actually, instead. Like a drum beat or something might hit my head, and then I'll just piece some chords around that. But the lyrics come last every single time. That's for certain. I, I understand some people can do lyrics first and then base a song around that. I think that's insane. Like <laughs> I, don't, I don't actually know how you can do that. Um, so no, I also don't keep a notebook of things that I want to record or things that are there, it kind of just comes when I feel it coming, yeah, which yeah. is just yeah. is weird. And sometimes I can be at two in the morning and then I'll actually have written down the lyrics to um, a day in the life by the Beatles instead. And I thought they were great at two in the morning and they were original and they're not. Uh, so sometimes that happens too, but generally a beat chords, melody and lyrics kind of come together combined hmm. and chili when you're when you're writing and arranging do you, like are the 
because I, I find it funny that that you say that lyrics aren't that important at first to you. Of course, they have importance, but it's not the basis of the song, right? Do you do you still track vocal ideas in form of rhythms or just syllables or just a bunch of nonsense? Uh, yeah, the nonsense part makes sense. <laughs> um, but if my songwriting sessions is like usually very short, like let me say I come from work, home at 7 p.m., ate something, sitting down and bored or whatever. I grab the guitar, doodle around, and then I have a melody line. I usually, like, the lyrics come pretty fast, too, without me. Like, let me say, scrambled eggs, right? Like the Beatles. <laughs> um, I usually make a video then, like, with me playing, so I don't forget which kind of chords I played. And if it's good enough, then I practice that a few times, and then I record it and post it on TikTok. So TikTok is kind of my accountability, so I don't forget about all the ideas that I have, so I can just scroll over there and also at the same time like work on my fan base here and there all right TikTok is great i i totally recommend tiktok to everyone by the way you're the absolute first person who's done that process like the first bit sounded pretty normal you know like you know you get an idea you sit down you either do a voice memo or you record a video or whatever you know and you just remember that but the tiktok step was completely new yeah <laughs> chris you need to get on that Totally. I, I try to uh, suck at it. <laughs> so. It takes time. It takes time. You have to be consistent and just do it, not think about it much. And then you, you'll get a hang of it. Like. How's, your, how's your relationship with social media in general? Because Ashley and I, we both suck at it. And we need someone who guides us through it for various projects. But you seem to be cool with it. Yeah, I think... Um, like, it's not... A, beautiful thing to do for me it's not that i'm looking forward to do social media or like plan around it and get content together for it um but i don't know like i made an internship at a record label recently and had to do it like every day and it kind of became from so something that i would procrastinate forever to really minor nuisance so accepting that as a musician as well like it's branding and you have to do that and otherwise you're just gonna get lost and not really get any exposure and it's as well for me personally it's the future and i want to be adapting as much as i can i don't i don't want to like just nah i don't want to do it it's too much work it kind of is 50 percent of musicianship nowadays i feel like and um so as soon as i got over it that it belongs to my journey as well, it doesn't bother me anymore. And uh, I can find great, exciting things and uh, musicians and bands that I follow, they're amazing. They humble me. So it's also like a process of growth involved within it. And um, because of the TikTok videos that I post when I do a song, it's also like um, practicing the vocals, right? Like, You practice it a few times and then all of a sudden you have a new phrasing that is in your repertoire and that you can use on stage. It's always like me going on TikTok as some kind of research. It always has to do something together. It always belongs together as a whole. So whatever I do, I, I feel like I can win. Whether I make a million off of it or not, it's, uh, it's always growth for me, whether it's social media or playing a lick on a guitar or writing a 
song. So I'm excited about this stuff. That's completely the opposite of us. But um, I, <laughs> I think like... you're you're better at it than me, though, Chris. Like Chris, at least you make some you know cool content and don't mind making content just to you know go on YouTube and stuff and like actually make it for a fan base. Whereas I'm still living in the 70s and the internet has not been invented. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think that, you know, the word of mouth of that humble guy who does nothing to promote himself is just going to, you know, go around. But uh, which is, I'm pretty dinosaur with it, to be honest. But I think some of it is what you just said, like accepting that whether you like it or not, this kind of is part of the future of what musicianship is going to be and is. So I found great music on TikTok. You don't even get close to believe oh my god like just scrolling and some artist covering another artist and i'm like oh this is a good song this is a good artist and then i check out the artist that the song is from i'm like wow great stuff seriously like um the future is here we just have to accept it yeah got to get Our over ourselves chris yeah yeah no <laughs> i just want to know Speaking of where we can find you and where you are online, what's the best way to get in touch with the wonderful Chili? And what's coming up from you? Do you plan to release anything more, tour a little bit? What's next? So there is a few gigs this month um, going on. Like on Saturday, I'm playing at Badahaus, opening for the amazing Fabian Simon and the Moon Machines. Moon Machine, excuse me. So that'll be on the day that this comes out. So unfortunately, you might be listening to this when that one's already done. But after that, you do have one that you can promote. Yes, absolutely. Uh, 6th of August at Heimathafen, which is a solo set. And it's the longest solo set that I've ever done. So it's an hour, like 30-minute sets. It's just you can get all of the chili <laughs> i'm ready for y'all <laughs> all of the chili oh, you've got to put that on some sort of merch that's, great. <laughs> that's a good idea <laughs> yeah i'm really looking forward to this one and um right now i'm working on two eps um which i'm not like gonna put out simultaneously but i'm working on two of them i have a bunch of ideas ready for the third and uh, it always takes a little bit longer because I'm independent and throughout Corona, I don't have the funding that much. So I'm going to get to fundings, hopefully. Um, there's also an exciting songwriting camp coming up for me in October in Austria, which I'm super, super psyched. So getting, getting to know other musicians and collaborate with them in a house and just do songwriting all day long. Oh, my God, this is a dream come true. Cool. <laughs> and what else? Like, yeah. Towards the end of year, I'm sure I can put out some more songs and videos, hopefully. Oh, I have a song ready, and it's uh, in the in the queue of being released. So this is uh, gonna be great with a as a feature with an amazing um, producer. And yeah, I can't say too much. So. Can you tell us the name of the single? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's gonna be called Raw Cut. Raw cool. Cut. Yeah. Nice. Like cutting title, I like it. It sounds like there's some yeah. depth there. It's good. Yeah, I, I really love how my uh, lyrical writing came together on this one. Honestly, um, and yeah, uh, probably October. Probably okay. October. We're working on the video idea so far, and hopefully everything goes as planned. But 
even if there's nothing to say or to do, I'll probably always put up some cover videos if like another lockdown comes or something. So I'm always busy. There's always <laughs> something to find within my microcosm. Isn't it kind of funny how we're just like, you know, if another lockdown happens, kind of normalized it now. I think but, it's not even if, but when. No, when, yeah. unfortunately. But uh, there we go. And where's the best place to find out uh, more about you before we jump into a uh, gear question? Um, I'm pretty active on Instagram at Music or on my webpage, www.dsahinmusic.com. And on TikTok, like you can find me on most of the channels and just say hi. I usually always answer. Okay, so our final question always is, because musicians need one thing to do, make music, and that is gear. Some people need more so, uh, or less. Um, you told us about your guitars and you have a favorite songwriting guitar and your main workhorse, so to say. But if you had to choose let's say two pieces of gear that you can't live without and it could be anything could be a guitar but could also be a cable that never lets you down or a pair of headphones or even a notebook that you don't own <laughs> for writing ideas down which two pieces would it be that would be the um beast that i choose because i can have an acoustic and an electric guitar Ah, oh, that's okay. cheating. <laughs> she that's got us, great. Ash. She got us. She got us there. I gotta be smart about it. And the second thing is my computer to record everything. Yeah. Actually, no one, no one said that yet, which has shocked me. Right. No one said com a computer. Yeah. Like, why? How, how do they want to record it? Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, that's a good point. We haven't, no one's thought about that. Yeah. People just said cables and guitars and stuff. Yeah. But if you don't have a computer. <laughs> What kind, of, what kind of program are you using to record your ideas? Um, Logic. Oh, right. Logic yeah. Um, I have an Mbox with six in here. And a Yamaha set of speakers, which are pretty loud. Um, I have which is like good. A, a cassette deck here, a vinyl player, and a... Um, how is that called? I forget names. I'm sorry about that. Um, uh, a tape machine. Tape machine, yeah. Cool. Tape machine also coming, and my neighbors are just gonna give me like a drum set for free. I don't even know why, and I'm like super excited about it. Like a full drum set is gonna be in here too, so I can practice. So you have the coolest neighbors. Yep. Yeah, they love me. <laughs> <laughs> no You're complaints the, yet. No complaints yet. The first musicians of neighbors that actually support making noise. Yeah. So the hybrid telly and a computer, they're good things to go with. Check out more about this hybrid telly. That sounds insane, actually, but I kind of like it. Like it's, They have it's... a new version out. It's called Fender Acoustasonic. Oh, right. A... Yeah, that's, that's the version that was previous. They don't produce this one anymore. They have a new version, oh. so you can check that one out and probably even try out in stores. Yeah, people so love fun. them, right? I think the Acoustic Sonics ver uh, uh, line was like super well received by people. But no, super to have you on and uh, yeah. great voice and some wonderful songwriting as well. So it'd be really, really exciting to hear more from you as well. And uh, good luck with the live shows. It's good to be playing live again, right? Yeah, it's really, really amazing. So much fun and so many people. Oh my God, I'm overwhelmed, but in a good way. <laughs> I really yeah, going to be great. People actually exist and can enjoy your music in a live setting. Who would have thought? And they talk to you and they say hi and wow, I didn't <laughs> yeah. know that existed. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Ja. <lacht> 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 <lacht>